Welcome to Simply Happy, a show where you'll be learning how to shift into a more positive perspective in easy-to-manage steps. Who am I? My name's Olivia. I'm a mother, a wife, the driven woman behind SimplyAlley.com, and someone who ditched bipolar, anxiety, and depression through mastering my mindset and emotions. So let's chat about some tips that have helped transform my life and many others, because life doesn't need to look perfect to be happy. Hey there, what's up? It's your girl Olivia coming at you with the steps you need to take to uplevel your mental health game because that's how you go from just arriving to full on thriving. Now I'm just going to apologize like straight up front that my voice is probably going to get raspier as this episode goes on. So bear with me. <laughs> I don't know what's happening to my throat right now. Um, but I am excited for today's episode where we are going to be talking about navigating emotions during stressful times because who baby 2020 has been a whirlwind for pretty much everyone on this planet and I know you know we've there have been episodes where I've chatted with you about this before but things continue to keep evolving and honestly as individuals we are asked to move through a lot we're asked to not asked but we're going through big transitions big changes, um, some for the better, some for the worse. I guess it depends on your perspective. But um, with change, with transition comes, you know, navigating emotions because emotions arise, whether it means shifting our identities, um, you know, being a part of how the world is changing, living in how the world is right now, all those things. I mean, emotions are such a major component of our life. And I want to, that's why I want to talk about how to navigate that because I've seen that be possibly one of the biggest obstacles for a lot of people is that, you know, stress is amplifying and, and people don't, don't know how to deal with it or navigate it or understand even where to start. So let's talk about that. That was like the long-winded version of me saying, let's talk about this stuff. And I'm going to be quite honest. I want to be like just real with you right now. Originally, I would record these episodes um, three months in advance. Crazy, I know. And so when COVID started happening and when Black Lives Matter started happening, um, you know, it was one of those things where it was like the episodes were just already kind of happening. And I couldn't be super present with what was going on unless I released a bonus episode. And so, you know, this has really kind of opened me up to only doing things a month at a time so that I can speak more presently on topics. And the reason I'm sharing this is because, you know, this past month has been so much listening and educating myself on diff, I mean, just so many different, um, topics, um, and as you can tell, this is like, you know, this is this is new for me to talk about on this podcast. And of course, I'm here for mental health and I'm here for um, navigating emotions and changing perspectives and all that stuff. And a lot of times I speak from my my perspective. I speak from my personal experience. It's how I teach. And a lot of you relate with it, which is fantastic. I think there are so many parallels in a lot of our lives. Um, and even if they're not identical situations, um, you know, kind of getting a sense of that parallel or even having somebody empathize with how you might be feeling can be really powerful. 
And so the reason that like, I'm like, ah, like a little bit right now, <laughs> maybe doesn't sound as funny as it normally does, um, is because this is new territory for me. And through educating myself on things like racism and social injustice and trauma and all the things, um, you know, I'm just always constantly learning. And that was something I wanted to bring to the podcast was being more more mindful of other perspectives and other struggles that maybe I haven't experienced directly. And maybe I can, you know, draw from like small experiences that might feel like a parallel to gain some sense of understanding and empathy. Um, And again, educating to like fill the gaps that I don't have any experience. And um, so that's where this is. This is me like trying to trying to open this up and in a sense, have this podcast be a space that is uh, more inclusive and as as much as I can get it into that space and just diverse when it comes to maybe the topics we talk about or the perspectives that I attempt to tap into. So I hope you guys will just bear with me because I could stay totally scared, right? And this is something I'm, I'm going to be talking about in just a second, but I could... I could um, get small or shy away from it or not, which is all things I've done in the past. I, I didn't know how to navigate my emotions. And so I couldn't ever speak up on bigger topics that made me feel super uncomfortable or where I was like, oh, no, enough. <laughs> and so now I'm just choosing to not play in that space anymore and to, you know, do my best and know that that's, that's what I can do. I'll do my best. Maybe I'll misstep. And I'll make corrections and that's how we grow and that's how we change and there's nothing wrong with that. And because I'm able to navigate my emotions, even if this, what I'm doing right now feels stressful at times, I'll be able to move through that and continue to um, just help more people in a sense. So holy moly, five minutes in. I just take my time, yo. I hope you appreciate though. I just really want to be open and honest and transparent with you guys and um, you know, there's a lot of tips and tools on this show, but I like to bring a little bit of little bit of your girl here into it <laughs> and share what I'm working through as well, because I think that that also helps us relate. So as you can hear, my, I feel like my voice is already <coughs> going out anyway. So where I want to start with this is that I truly feel um, that we're really taught to tune out or get small when things make us uncomfortable, right? Rather than understanding how to navigate those situations and use our voice and our action, um, we tune out or we get small. And if we can't tune out, um, you know, everything or the things that make us feel uncomfortable, then it kind of becomes amplified and overwhelming. And honestly, this is where a lot of anxiety comes from. So if you can relate it in this sense, it's this you can kind of see it in even the way mental illness plays out because oh, truly a lot of things that happen in our life, a lot of things that we're taught or not taught, right, play into people ending up with the bad bipolar anxiety and depression. And so when you have everything and you can't tune it out and everything's amplified and overwhelming, my dog is barking. You're welcome. Um, you end up getting anxiety symptoms, right? You end up feeling that level of just like, I can't get like I can't shut anything off and then when we tune out or we get small right that can end up leading to depression and I know bipolar is like probably like the weird anomaly which is like the mix of the two um but you can kind of see how 
not understanding how to navigate stressful situations and move through our emotions and be compassionate and empathetic to ourselves in those moments, right, can compound into these mental illnesses. And that's why when I teach in my program, Beat the Bad, when I teach people how to dismantle this, like the mental illness, it isn't some groundbreaking thing. It's it's just kind of those, it's, oh my goodness. <laughs> it's, those, it's those basics and it's those, the, those things that connect us again with ourselves and help us understand ourselves better that end up leading to um, the bad just kind of fizzling out and falling away. And, and it's a, it's a matter of how you move through stressful times, how you do those things. And also how you, you know, maybe unpack things that have been sitting with you, but (sighs) I, you know, I can only speak from the perspective of the U S but, and I know we have global listeners, but you know, definitely here we're, we're taught like it's, it's so fascinating to me that we are, there's this mixed message of being told, yeah, like we accept you for who you are and feel your things. But the moment that you do that, you're told to shut it down, to do it somewhere else, to, you know, close that off. Um, or you get, you know, shunned for it or name called or labeled or whatever it is. Um, whenever, you know, an emotion is expressed in a way that doesn't resonate with, with what we've been told. <sighs> tangent, tangent done. <laughs> um, but So yeah, so we're taught to tune those things out. And if we can't, they become, you know, like, just crazy. That was probably the best sound effect I've ever made. Um, Just crazy. It's just crazy overwhelming. It's like a bomb's constantly going off in your head. And so this comes up, and this is especially coming up now, right? In the year 2020, it is July right now. But we're really seeing this. I want to just list some, some ways that this is coming up. And, and then ask you a question when I'm done listing those, but just areas where I'm really seeing this come up for, for everyone across the board, um, you know, for a lot of people, is politics, COVID-19, Black Lives Matter, LGBTQ rights, death and people dying, people's individual choices, racism, inequality, inequity, social injustice, etc. The list could go on and on, right? Did any of those make you feel uncomfortable? Did any of those make you feel like, no, I can't go there? Or did any of those put like just a flood of thoughts into your head? Did any of those trigger you basically? Because I know for me, a lot of those, (laughs) a lot of those used to used to trigger the either tune out or the overwhelm. And I think for me, it was definitely more of the the tune out. Um, just being honest from my experience, for me, it was more of the tune out. And so, and it was constantly, you know, from that space of like, I don't know enough. So, you know, politics, I was like, nope, I don't, I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> um, um, co- well, COVID, not so much because that's very recent. But Black Lives Matter, this is something that's been going on for so long. And I never had the emotional and mental capacity to be able to talk about it or process it or um, acknowledge it, honestly, in a lot of ways. And, and I think a, a lot of us are, are in that space because when it comes to addressing a lot of these things, even with something as, as 
I'll say like as general as death because that could be from a social injustice standpoint or it could be from people dying from COVID-19. You know, death can be a very touchy topic for a lot of people, a very sensitive topic. And and especially because that can be something that you have direct experience with or, um, you know, for like dare I say it, religious reasons. So I'm bringing all of this up and, you know, I, I hope that I hope that you're still listening and I hope that you haven't gone to the space of of tuning out or feeling so overwhelmed that you're like, nope, I'm not getting... Well, you could get oh so overwhelmed that you tune out, right? I I hope that you're still listening. If you're not, then well, this is weird because I'm not you're not listening to me. But um sorry. It's about to get real awkward for me right now. But I bring this up because I just want to kind of set the tone for you to be able to like listen to your body and see how it's reacting. To me, I can, I can say these things more now and not, um, not tune out or not shy away or be small about it. Um, and it's something I'll continue to, you know, be able to speak more confidently on as I continue to learn and grow and yada, yada, yada. So, I bring these up because I just want you to kind of get a, a tone for where you're at. And I know that this this could be really sensitive. I, I understand that. And, and I have the greatest empathy and just I want to just give everybody a big hug who's like feeling all the feels right now and is really impacted by this because I know that that can be a really intense space to be in. And I don't want to I don't want you to ever not feel acknowledged for that. And I won't sit here and tell you to just brush it off or like, don't worry about it or think about something else. <laughs> and I know that's a, it's a, you know, it is a strategy for sure. It's a tool you can use. But at the same time, like we have to acknowledge the way that we currently feel. Otherwise, we just bottle it up. And so that's where, you know, I want to tell you that the, the so the danger, and this is something I had a conversation um, with a friend about the other day. Um we were talking about emotions and how they can just spew and and how a lot of people are telling us, oh, just feel it right now. And the danger with me just telling you to feel how you feel until it's all released because then it'll clear up, like that's a really dangerous thing to tell certain people. Um, some people, that might be great. That might work where it's like, okay, I just need to cry and then my body will just stop crying and I'll feel fine, right? That's great. That is fantastic. And there are times where I can do that now. But the danger with telling, um, you know, certain, I say certain people, like that's, that's weird. Um, but like even like me f- five years ago, right? So the danger with telling you to feel until it's all released is that a lot of us have so much emotional pressure built up that when we turn on the faucet, it can turn into a fire hose. And that's where you have anxiety or depression or bipolar where it feels uncontrollable and even if you don't have those things i don't want to i don't want this to just be you know to anyone who's gotten the diagnosis um of of any of the bad right but this could even just be for someone who's experienced um trauma or just just feels the feels honestly and and it wants once you start, sometimes you can't stop. And a lot of people will do the tune out or they will lock it away or they will distract themselves because they know that that's going to happen. And rather than, and this is where we got to get in a happy middle, a happy middle, you know what I'm saying? But this is where 
navigating your emotions is so crucial because when you practice that and when you do that, it won't turn into a fire hose anymore. And there might be certain, you know what, there might be certain experiences that feel more, feel more fire hosey <laughs> than others. Um, you know, there, there might be those times and, and it's okay. And to know that by addressing it, by being in the space of practicing navigating your emotions, and I'll talk about how to do that a little more in just a sec, but, um, by doing that, it, it, it releases the pressure. You don't get so much pressure. And I think people are so afraid that that pressure is going to last forever. And they don't want to be, you know, pounded with that for the rest of their life. And I don't know where that kind of come from. that co- comes from, hello, that fear of just being so swallowed whole by our emotions that we just learn to avoid them. I really don't know where that fear comes from. Maybe, maybe one of you do that is listening. Um, you know, that can all be speculation and everything, but what's more important is that that's happening. So I'm not going to tell you to feel the feels. <laughs> I am going to tell you to feel the feels, but I'm not going to tell you to just feel them until they go away because I feel like that is irresponsible. And I'm just going to be honest about that. That is my opinion that that is irresponsible. Um, cause I feel like if you're here listening to this podcast, then you're here looking for support potentially. I don't want to make the assumption about you, but potentially. So how, right? Can we, let's, let's bring this back. So how, how, if you, you know, if you're like, Olivia, if I turn on the faucet, it's going to turn into a fire hose. There's just going to be water everywhere. It's going to be a mess. I don't want to have to clean that up. I also don't know how to turn it off when it happens. Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> um, so what's really important, right, is respecting, feeling the intense emotions. A lot of the times we feel ashamed of them or uh, abused by them. I mean, I recall when I would just bawl for a reason unbeknownst to me, right? When I was dealing with the bad, really bad. And I would just bawl. And I hated it. I hated it. I was like, I don't want to be crying right now. I don't like, I don't want this to be happening. And I would, and then it would become about, then I would associate those emotions with myself and I would make it about me. Oh, I just can't stop myself. Oh, I'm such a crier. Oh, why can't I control this? Oh, I must be so broken that I can't stop myself. Right. And so then it becomes this like story. And that's not being respectful of those intense emotions. That's not being compassionate to yourself. And that's not being very loving. And I know it can be really hard to like give yourself love in those moments when, and it might not even be, I don't want to just like chalk this up to like crying, you know, that's just what, because <laughs> I also used to rage really intensely. And I just, yeah. And it was like, I would just rage and then I would just feel ashamed, like shame for having done that and being like, why couldn't I just dial that back in? All the emotions were, okay, here we go. We're taught there are emotions that are good. There are emotions that are bad. Let's just throw that in the garbage, shall we? (laughs) 
can we just throw that in the garbage? (sighs) I don't even want to label anything good or bad, but if that's the, the lens you're looking through where you see things as good or bad, like we can see it different ways, right? Good, bad, ex- contractive, expansive, um, helpful, harmful, yeah, yada, 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 right? So if you wanted to label something as bad, it would just, I mean, it would, I don't even want to label it as bad. I can't do it. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. I think what's more harmful than anything though is not any specific emotion it's being trapped in that emotion and getting stuck in there and the reason I say it's harmful is because it can feed stories because it can feed addictions and habits whether that is mental addictions um you know craving crying or craving anger um or craving you know being a certain you know like it can influence so it can be addicting on a mental level um you know, mental, emotional level. It can be addicting on a behavioral level. It can be literally addicted, addicting to like substances and things that might help you feel like you can control that. And it, it, it can be an addicting identity to have. I'm the angry person. I'm the tough one. I'm the one that, and again, we could go the opposite way for anybody that tunes out. I'm the strong one. I'm the one that never cries. I'm the one that, you know, I could keep going. So, so we want to be respectful of any and every emotion. It's okay to feel it. Even if it's shame or guilt or whatever, it's okay to feel it. It doesn't need to be more. Um, it doesn't need to be locked away. So when you can get into that space of just respecting it for what it is, right, It doesn't feed the beast, if you will. And you can allow it to just be what it is. And I'm going to I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to encourage you if you haven't already to go download download what? Download my free guide um instant emotional control because I'm not I'm not going to do it on this episode, but I want you to have this skill. It's a tool. It is a tool I teach in my in my signature program Beat the Bad. Um and basically it it walks you through how to um, separate your emotions from those stories and those thoughts so that you can very, um, you can, in a controlled, healthy way, release emotions that you might normally consider bad or try to avoid, right? And be able to do that and then bring yourself back out of that without it feeding any stories or identity or um unhealthy maybe behaviors or habits or things like that. So I want to, you know, you can go to www.simplyolly.com slash tools and I walk you through the whole process. There's, there's graphics. You can see how it looks, all the things. It's great. It's a, it's a PDF guide. So you can just read right through it and it's step-by-step. So I highly suggest you do that because it's just going to take more time (laughs) than this episode has time for to, to walk you through that whole process. So, you know, allow yourself to feel those intense emotions, those uncomfortable emotions, right? But then also, so that's when when you're dealing with stress, that's really important because a lot of times we want to push those down. We want to shove them to the side because we need to show up for work. We we don't want to acknowledge them or we need to be the, the strong one for our family or any number of things. So get yourself a bathroom, sit on the toilet and release whatever emotion you need to release. You don't have to sit on the toilet. <laughs> but I always I always suggest a bathroom because it's just a place that 
typically people can can go into that space and if they they need a space where nobody's seeing them that'll that'll work um so and if you don't get get creative you know get creative with what you've got um so yeah, so we want to respect those emotions. And by doing that, we are respecting ourselves and our emotional spectrum. And that's allowing us to begin the process of navigating those emotions. Um, so we're also releasing the pressure, right? And then have love for what you have or what you are connected to. So a lot, you'll hear me, t- you hear me talk about gratitude nuggets all the time all down for gratitude nuggets where it's you just kind of just spit out a bunch of things that you're grateful for or you chow I'm sorry you chow down on all the things that you're grateful for and this can seem strange for people because it's I mean there's so many different ways that this can be thought about I think for some people for some people that expressing that like love and gratitude can be or can feel like you are, what's the word I want to look for? I'm sorry. Give me a moment. But basically, okay, basically my point is that by expressing love or gratitude, you're being insensitive to the hard things or you're trying to ignore them. And it's just not the case. Again, it is, it is not, it's not black and white. So, so I'm sorry. I'm like tripping over my words right now. You guys bear with me. (sighs) But what I, what I'm really trying to say by this is that it doesn't invalidate. That is the freaking word I was looking for. (laughs) It doesn't invalidate the other uncomfortable emotion that you were feeling. It also doesn't invalidate any situation. So when you connect with you know, with love and gratitude to what you have or what you are connected to. And maybe that's your community or maybe that's a part of your identity or maybe that's um, something in your life, you know, and I'll just go as far to, you know, it can be so many things. And somebody, I was, I was listening, I was kind of listening into um, a, a class that my husband was listening to um, that was called where all the, all the, sorry, where are all the black designers? And something that she was talking about in there, and I want to bring this up, and I apologize that I don't know her name. Um, Because again, I was just kind of listening from the side, but she was talking about black joy, and it like just so resonated with me, because I'm constantly telling everyone like, gratitude nuggets, gratitude nuggets. And she was talking about black joy, and she was saying, you know, you you can be so angry and infuriated by... um, someone someone being shot and killed social injustice right you can be so infuriated and rage and angry about that but you have to make space for that joy and that 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 love right and so you know for her she was talking about the joy of the black community and the joy of the people that she is in contact with and and the joy of of being black herself and I was like that is so beautiful and it's so Mm, it's just so, I don't even know. It just, it's, that's where I find these parallels. That's where we, we all have so many similarities where it's like, you could, you know, you could just be, 
you could be experiencing stress through, you know, financial, relationship, skin color, your sexuality, your sexual orientation, you, like your religion, like any number of things. And we can be upset by those things. That's okay. We're allowed to be upset by those things, right? I used to get, I used to get upset. That like, mm, mm, mm. Anyway, let me just bring it back. This is one of those things where I'm going to get, you're going to hear me get passionate. This is a long episode. Just hang in there. But you can be upset by those things, but you can also find the light in those things. And that's where, where you focus is so important because you're allowed to focus on both. And I know that that is something that I have been doing. Well, especially when COVID started and everybody was just feeling like a lot, you know. And for me, it was like, yes, there is there's tragedy happening here. And there are things that I don't agree with here and how this is being handled and, you know, X, Y, Z. But at the same time, I've never seen more love and more support and more community and more people helping each other. And it was a it was that's how I navigated it. It was a matter of looking at both and acting from a place of both and feeling both. That's how you navigate the stress. It isn't about pretending like the stress isn't there. And it isn't about getting so swallowed whole by it. You can be so... What's the word I want to use? You can be so impactful to not only yourself and your close friends and family, but to the greater whole when you're able to navigate these things. And I know it will take practice and it will take time. And there are situations even today where I'm like, something happened in a way where I was like, I, like afterwards, I reflected on it and I was like, I could have handled that differently. I literally got overwhelmed by my stress and I walked away and I tuned out. And now here's what I do want to say. There are ways to, you know, and this is where, this is where the love and the gratitude comes in because there are ways to respect yourself by making that space. And that's where that balance comes in. So I wasn't in the situation that I'm talking about. There was a conversation that got heated quickly between me and someone close to me. And and in it, in it, like it was like, it bothered me to a degree that I, I like, like I walked away, and I knew I was walking away from a place of like I need to cool down. But I also reflected, and I was like, I could have navigated that better by shifting my perspective around it a little bit, and you know, having having more respect for what was happening in the situation, and yeah. So, you know, it'll take practice, and. You may never get it perfect, but that's not the point. We're never aiming for perfect here. We're just aiming for possible. It may not be possible every time, and that's okay. But if it's possible, you know, a percentage of the time, yay! (laughs) That's awesome. So I want to give you like a little example to just kind of signify both sides of it. So when you take something like rain right? Rain can be like that like really soft, gentle summer rain that's like, oh, this is amazing. This is so nice. You can hear it pitter-patter, all the things. Rain can also be a hurricane and it can be destructive, right? Same with fire. 
It can light the way. It can keep us warm. It can also burn down forests. Wind is the same. It's like a nice, gentle breeze can cool you down, and it can also create tornadoes. Same with earth. It can support us, hold us up, can also crack open and drop things down into it. So the world is filled with duality. If you look at nature, it's like the perfect example, and that's why I wanted to bring that up. But there's always this duality. And so for us to deny ourselves and our emotions, the duality that they inevitably have is just absurd. So I want to encourage you to embrace both. And again, go get that guide, Instant Emotional Control, um, at www.simplyholly.com slash tools, um, because it's going to help you be able to navigate in a very, very structured way where you're like, okay, I can like, like it's like a practical way to be able to move through both because I'm not, I haven't really covered that on this episode. So I, I just want to leave you with one thing where, you know, it doesn't have to be black and white and pun totally intended right now. It does not have to be black and white. It should be this beautiful swirl of both. Like if you took a pile of black paint and a pile of white paint next to each other and you took a toothpick and you made a swirly motion, right? Like it can be that swirl. It can be that mixture. And you don't have to, you don't have to like be in or be out, be overwhelmed or shut it out. You know, it can, it can be this blend of, of both. And I know for me that came up in a lot of ways because like I would be in or out because I would feel like I couldn't handle it. So I'd get out or I didn't know enough. So I'd get out, right? Because it felt scarier to be in because like, oh, then I have to navigate that. Oh, but there, like none of us are perfect. We're all learning. We're all growing at the same time. So step in, try, you know, try. And I know that that can feel really scary. And I know that for some people to do that, there's, there is this history of consequences if you do that. But I just want to encourage you that to try for yourself, you know, and baby steps, baby steps. So, I mean, I am here with this podcast to help you be resilient through using your emotions intentionally. That's what I'm here for. I teach resiliency and empowerment because I I know how strong every single person out there is. I don't even want to say and can be because you all it's already there. You're all so strong and sometimes we just need reminders of of how to do that and how to be stronger and how to navigate things easier. Right? So I hope this was helpful. I know again that this is these are these can feel like really stressful times. And and I also want you to know that they don't have to be stressful times. I just want to break that down for everyone is that whether you have everything or you have nothing the stress lies in how you navigate it. And I know I can't speak from personal experience on this, and this is why I constantly am filling my head with other people's stories and experiences. But that's why, like, there are people that have nothing that are so content and so happy, and people that have everything that are so miserable and so unhappy because 
stress and contentment and happiness doesn't have to look a certain way on the outside. It's a state of mind, it's a state of being, and it's a state of choosing how you navigate things and how you move through things and how you choose to see things, right? So, okay, okay, sorry, I'm not sorry. This is a long episode, but I feel like it was really an important one to do. So (laughs) I hope you enjoyed, Um, you know, feel free. I want you guys to know that if you have any questions or you need any support, you can DM me on Instagram at the real simply Ollie. Um, and I'm here for you. And again, go grab that guide, instant emotional control, you can find the link in the show notes, all the good things. Um, but I am sending you so much love. So thank you so much for listening. I love you so much. As always, you keep saying simply awesome. I'll keep saying simply Ollie and I'll chat with you on the next pod. Bye. Hey there, before we totally wrap things up, I want to check in with you, my friend. If you've been wanting to break free from struggling with bipolar, anxiety, and or depression, but the meds and therapy route just isn't feeling like your jam, you are not the only one. I felt the same way when I used to live with the bad. Meds made life foggy and therapy didn't offer me the clear steps to getting better that I so desperately craved. So I spent nearly 10 years figuring out how to break free from mental illness in a way that allowed me to feel in control, empowered, happy, and thriving. Now it's my mission in life to help more people do the same. That's exactly why I created my signature program, Beat the Bad. This is an eight-week program where I teach you the exact steps to conquer bipolar, anxiety, and depression. Look, these are tried and true practical steps that my students love because they are easy to use in everyday life. It's helped Shelby find freedom from depression through self-love. It's helped Allison build confidence and break free from years of struggling with anxiety and depression. Jessica now breezes through fear and Ashley can make anxiety take a back seat while she pursues the things that she's always wanted to do. Jody even turned her entire life around in just eight months after dealing with the bad for 15 years and trying all of the things with no success. Seriously? This is the program I wish had existed when I was struggling so hard with bipolar anxiety and depression. So if you're determined to beat the bad, create the change you've been wanting for so long, and live a life where you're finally thriving, then I'm here to help you make it happen. Simply go to www.simplyali.com btb to learn more. You can find that link in the show notes, or you can send me a DM on Instagram at TheRealSimplyAli so that we can chat more about it. I can't wait to see you beat the bad.